I would like to talk to you a little bit about how to reason the debate and argue on the subject of Islam, and that is to teach you how to use Muhammad. Now, most people when they think of Islam, they think of the Quran. We need to understand that the Quran does not allow you to practice Islam because it doesn't have the details. So, for instance, how does a Muslim pray? Well, not by what is found in the Quran, but instead what is found in Muhammad's perfect example, the Sunnah, S-U-N-N-A, the Sunnah of Muhammad. The Sunnah of Muhammad is based on the fact that there are 91 verses which command every Muslim to follow Muhammad in the slightest details of his life. You find this Sunnah of Muhammad, his path or way, in the traditions, which are called the Hadith, and the, his biography called the Sira, S-I-R-A. Now sometimes if you're dealing with a Muslim who's pretty good with what he's doing and he doesn't, you say something about the Hadith he doesn't like or something about Muhammad, they'll say, well, where does it say that in the Quran? Here's where it says that in the Quran. The Quran commands in 91 verses that we're to follow the perfect example of Muhammad. So when we turn to Muhammad to explain Islam, we're doing what the Quran says to do. Now sometimes they will also say, well, you know, some of those traditions, they're not so well known or perhaps they're not so solid. But there's a special Arabic word called Sahih, S-A-H-I-H, which means genuine or authentic. And there are two collections, Bukhari, B-U-K-H-A-R-I, and Abu Muslim that are the absolute rock-solid hadith. So if you deal with them, you're dealing with the truth of Muhammad. Now you can't understand the Quran without the Sirah. So if they would want to push away about Muhammad, not, they can't do that because you have to have the Sirah. Here's why. The Quran is not laid out in any sort of time order. It's laid out in the longest chapter to the shortest chapter. And there are contradictory verses within the Quran. So if two verses contradict, how do you resolve which one to use? You use the latter one. And how do we know what's latter or later? Well, simple, from the life of Muhammad. So without the Sirah, you cannot understand the Quran because you can't resolve its contradictions. Now then, if you're dealing with a Muslim and they say, well, we don't know the truth of some of these hadith, ask him this which of the hadith do you use? Because you do use them in your practice of the prayers and other such rituals of Islam. How do you choose the good ones from the bad ones? Well, they won't be able to tell you that. So you just tell them that what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay with the best, the most genuine and authentic traditions. Now here's the reason you need to deal with Muhammad, because anyone can understand a man's life. Understanding Allah, that's trickier. Now then, here's an oddity about the Quran. It's perfect, it's universal, and it's eternal. It cannot be understood without the Hadith and the Sirah. Now, understand this. At the life of Muhammad, the Sirah was written down 150 years, roughly, after he died. So the people who wrote down the life of Muhammad never met him, never knew him, never saw what they described. Therefore, what they write down about him is hearsay, hearsay evidence. So therefore, in our own courts of law, hearsay is not admissible evidence. Isn't it odd that the complete and perfect book, the only perfect book in humanity, the Quran, cannot be understood without evidence which is not admissible into our own court of law. So if you want to debate and reason about Islam, do so about Muhammad, because that is the easiest to understand and makes the most conclusive points. Thank you.